into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. They say you only get one chance at life. But for childhood sweethearts, Missy and Johnny, true love will never die. He came back from the dead for me. He's a stinking zombie, you idiot. He may be dead. Right. But his heart still beats for the girl that he loves. I would love to go to the prom with you. Go for it, Johnny! Pretty damned active for a dead guy. My boyfriend's back. Rated PG-13. So here we are, another episode of VHS Gems. Why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, tell us what we watched, Angela. Um, this week we watched uh, My Boyfriend's Back. My Boyfriend's Back. <laughs> there you go. It's based off of a, a song. Basically they just take song titles and they t- turn them into romantic comedies. Yeah. Love Don't Cost a Thing. Right. Uh, uh, others. <laughs> Things. Uh, <laughs> this is a thing that happened it despite is. the lack of evidence. <laughs> uh, but this is a movie from 1993. Yes. About a uh, young boy who, or a young boy, I guess, a teenager, senior. high school 17, senior, yeah. who uh, is in love with a girl from first since first grade and decides to ask her out to prom. On the night he does, he gets shot. Yes. <laughs> it's a little out of order. It's true. Okay. On the shot. night he's dying, he, he asks her out to prom. Okay. And in uh, the power of, of her saying yes, yes, and the motivation of that gets him to come back from the dead Yep, as a zombie. Also, that rose that she kisses, she like, he like throws it in, and then he actually... Um, when he comes alive, he like sticks it out with the rose. The power of the rose. The Fist. power of love. Fist in the air. <laughs> but then he tends he leaves it there. Breakfast club style. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast Club style. Uh yeah. Nineteen eighty three, this movie was made. Um I mean you don't get at this point, I don't think there was that many comedy zombie movies obviously you had all the george r romero movies right you know uh and this is pre the this is the only zombie comedy movie that i can think of one bodies uh yeah i guess (laughs) i guess (laughs) wasn't that funny well it's not just because you didn't find it funny didn't mean it was it wasn't supposed to be a comedy it's a romantic comedy. Doesn't it, it's though? A, it's a rom-com zom. Okay. <laughs> zom rom-com? That, that one, too. Rom-com Fair zom. enough. I've heard it said both ways. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, but this is pre, um, you know, the big zombie craze. Yes. So, we, I mean... This it, started it out, because this was the best zombie movie. <laughs> no, if you can... Yeah. Pretty sure it's fact... <laughs> it's... Well, let's 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 go ahead and go to the internet. Let's see what do they have to. What does Rotten Tomatoes give? Uh, my boyfriend's back. Fourteen <laughs> percent. So fourteen percent on the tomato meter. Yeah, but Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know anything. They're this, constantly wrong. This is true. <laughs> However, uh, this would be a uh, indicator. <laughs> Of how the rest of the of the world sees this movie. Yeah, but it's a bad indicator. 
<laughs> I do think that this movie was better than a lot of other supernatural uh, teen comedies that we've seen previously. <laughs> we have watched a lot of supernatural teen comedies. <laughs> we sure have. <laughs> so I can say that maybe, maybe it should get more than fourteen percent, but it's still pretty uh... amazing. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll say this. I'll say that I've I, I remember watching this as uh, a kid. I guess uh, ninety three. I would have been eleven when it came out. Probably watched it a few times after that. Um, and a lot of the jokes still hold up. I thought there was a lot of funny things going on. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of sexual innuendo, which I know I probably didn't get as a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I would hope. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it to make you think, I mean, what, who do you think this movie was made for? Was this like a teenage comedy? Like, uh, uh, teenage sex comedy without any real sex in it? Or a college movie? Younger kids? Not sure. Mm-hmm. It's P- it's PG thirteen, so yeah, they were uh, you know expecting for people to, for kids to uh, over the age of thirteen, teenagers to watch it. I, mean, I can see like it wasn't too, wasn't like graphic at all, but there was like a lot of innuendos, right? And, uh, and you just have to be older to get that. It's yeah, not, there's nothing blatant <laughs> and in your face. Fair enough. Main stars of this. Um, well, the first is Johnny, Johnny Dingle. Yep. Um, it's played by Andrew Lowry. And I think the only thing I really remember him from is uh, School Ties with Brendan Fraser. You ever watch that movie? About the uh, Brendan Fraser a is a Jewish kid that ends up going to a Catholic high school or Catholic prep school to play football for them. Wait, Brendan Fraser was young enough to be in school at some point. In 1982, <laughs> to play a kid in a prep school, huh. a Catholic prep school, to play football for them. Um, yeah, and in that one, I remember he's, because it's supposed to be a really tough school, and, you know, um, scholastically. And, oh, uh, and I was in, imagining hmm. a completely different tough school. As in, like beat you up kind of tough? Yeah, like I imagined... <laughs> There were people with shivs and carrying around like <laughs> chains. <laughs> uh, no, he was. Um, he's. I, I. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. But no, I'm not. That's uh, actually what I thought of. No, no, Brendan Fraser. I was really interested to watch that movie. Being Jewish and going to the Catholic school, he gets a lot of crap that way. And fair enough. And, you know, a lot of the same themes in this because he ends up liking a girl in that one that. They don't want him dating her because he's Jewish and she's not. And same themes as my boyfriend's back because he's a he's a zombie and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays a kid. The this Andrew Lowry plays a kid in that movie that ends up uh, failing an exam and killing himself in the in the locker room. So damn. Yeah. How'd he do it? I think he slit his wrist. Shit. Pretty sure. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Uh, he was also in uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh. As yeah. Andy. I enjoy that movie. Although I'm not sure that I've actually seen the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I believe he plays uh, the best friend of the guy dating Buffy in the movie. So Christy Swanson's character. So not the first zombie. There. Uh, the first vampire vampire that shows up no. and he's like let me in 
No. No, that's David Arquette. Oh, yeah, it is. Huh? <laughs> um, well, it says in a TV short for Clerks, he played Dante Hicks. Whoa. What? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a student film? Like... 1995. Maybe they tried to remake the movie into a TV show. Maybe. And they they cast him as Dante. Huh. Says also starred Jim Brewer. What? I guess I'm guessing he was supposed to play uh, Randall. <laughs> I just want to see that now. <laughs> oh, if I ever get a, if I ever get a chance to talk to Kevin Smith, I'm going to talk to him about that. God, right? <laughs> uh, then he goes on to be on a TV show called Life's Work, 1996, 1997. Uh, Cost of Living, 1997, a movie in nothing in 1992. Uh, did you remember from anything other than this? No. Just off the top of your head? This is literally all that I can remember. Oh. Oh. Gee. (laughs) I think I saw what you just saw. Yeah. Yeah. Where was it? Uh, are we talking about Fright Night 2? Yes. (laughs) Fright Night Part 2, which we talked about in our Fright Night episode. We do need to watch that. (laughs) I'm guessing she more than likely plays the love interest in that as well. Um, and just from the sounds of it, it was uh, quite the weird movie follow-up to the first Friday Night. <laughs> we also have a movie... Because the original isn't weird. No, not at all. <laughs> but, I mean, the whole subplot of them trying to make him... For- think that he didn't actually go through what he went through <laughs> in that second movie. Fair enough. Okay. He was in, she was in some movie in 1990 called Sky High, which made oh, me click man. on it just because of Sky High. Huh. But it's about two Midwestern farm boys oh. who inherit a vintage biplane and then learn to fly it from an eccentric former stunt pilot. So, not the good Sky High. Not, not uh, su- Hogwarts for superheroes. <laughs> yes. Sidekick. Sidekick. Uh, meanwhile, let's you know the the director of this was one Bob Balaban. Wow. <laughs> so those who have watched <laughs> those who have watched uh, um, Arrested Development, <laughs> don't confuse him with Scott Bayo's character. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this um, Bob Balaban is... Oh, yeah. And actually, I've seen him in a lot of things as an actor. Um, he's hmm. very familiar looking. He works with Wes Anderson a lot, it oh. looks like. You work with Wes Anderson in one movie. You're pretty much guaranteed yeah. to work with Wes Anderson in all the rest of his movies. True. He has his own contract. And he was in The Monuments Men. Um... Entourage, the TV series, License to Wed, <laughs> Lady in the Water. Ooh, yeah, 
Like that movie. Uh, Harry Farber. I, I'm pretty sure he played the the uh, the critic then. Hmm. The book critic that you know, obviously, they wanted to kill. <laughs> uh, Ghost World, The Mexican, Best in Show. Yeah, he's, he's done a lot as an actor. So, uh, as a director, he's got 27 credits. Alpha House, which is apparently a really good show on Amazon. Nurse Jackie, good show that went on for a very long time. Uh, Strangers with Candy, interesting. Huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> An episode of Oz. Yeah, he's <laughs> and tales from the dark side. Well, I mean, there's there's obviously there's a lot of things in there, but those are some of the done things a lot. About, yeah, it's still going, still going, <laughs> much better than Andrew Lauer. Read, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the writer of this movie is Dean Laurie. Um, done has a lot of has about ten producer credits. Writer credits fifteen. Rest of development. <laughs> the crazy ones. Uh, Animal crackers. My wife and kids. kids. My wife and kids. Till death. <laughs> Major pain. <laughs> Major pain. Uh. Wow. J- Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. Awesome. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> and one directing credit for my wife and kids. He did eight episodes of my wife and kids. Nice. Yeah. So that's uh, he's got a pretty. Lucrative career too, all over the place, but lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make the money: diversify. <laughs> there you go. Can't argue with those results. <laughs> Who were some of the other people that you noticed in this? Actors wise, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> as almost an extra. <laughs> he literally he had is. one line. <laughs> <laughs> he is a glorified extra in this movie. Uh, I don't understand what their point of the of their part of their movie was. It's him, I'm assuming the girl he's dating and his buddy, and they're all watching a movie in a movie theater, and they happen to see uh, Johnny Dingle as a zombie dating on a date with uh, what's her name? I just we just watched it. What's Young. what's her character's name? Uh, Missy. Missy. Missy McCloud. Yes. Missy McCloud, and they're they're on a date and. They're like, wait, is that Missy on date with that dead kid? Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally all they say. Like, it's not like, hey, we need to go tell Buck or anything, or uh, you know, let's 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 set him on fire. It's just hey, see on that she on a date with that dead kid. Yeah. Do they even know that he's come back? I don't. And they I... say that dead kid. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, is that, is that Johnny Dingle? That was one of the good, I think, the, the great things about this movie, how it plays up the the whole town of not being really, no one's really scared of the fact that he's, a, he's come back from the dead. They're all just like, well, that's annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, God, just stay in the ground just already. Just stay dead. Their parents, Johnny's parents are, he comes back and just says, hey, uh, hey, I'm, I'm here. And the parents are like... Like, oh well, we we saw you were dead. We buried you, or whatever. He's like, and Johnny's all like, yeah, well, I'm I'm alive. I got better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 
and they're okay with it. Yeah. It's like, well, all right, then we'll, we'll just go about our day. <laughs> they do everything they can to help him out with this. <laughs> this is true. I mean, I, I don't even know how the mom knows at one point that living flesh is what's going to help him stay alive. Yeah. I'm sure he probably said something. So you think he came back point? from the, the old lady's house and was like, hey, mom. So they, uh, I found out the only way that I can stay alive is if I eat living flesh. And they yeah. just didn't show that part? Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need it? No. You don't need that, you don't need that scene? No. Okay. It's already, it's already in your mind. I think the best, some of the best parts though are the interactions with his parents. So you think True. more mm-hmm. being, of that being shown in this movie, or it would not have hurt it. I agree. <laughs> well, as long as you agree. Who else? Who else did we see in this movie? Philip Huffman. Philip Hoffman, that's right. Huffman. And if 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 most of you don't know that, I mean you probably know more as Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> you know, award winning <laughs> best actor Philip Seymour Hoffman. The late Seymour Hoffman. Oh also the late Seymour Hoffman. Rest in peace. Academy uh, Award winner Seymour Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yes, he's in this movie as Chuck Bronski, local bully, yep. right-hand man to Buck. Yep. Because Chuck and Buck just go around... They do. ...terrorizing kids. And so there's... His family is the best, too. Because <laughs> there's Chuck, Big Chuck, his dad, and Little <laughs> Chuck, his little brother. So he didn't... I mean, they didn't decide to call Chuck Little Chuck... Nope. But when they had the little brother, they, they called him. They knew that there was going to be another one, so they saved little Chuck for him. What if there was a mistake in yet another one? Ah, uh, well, he's mini Chuck. He'd be baby Chuck? <laughs> there, there's there's something there with, like, the name Chuck in that, uh, that like, um, how much would 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 Chuck Chuck? Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> that, and with, that with uh, the fact that he's uh, he eventually kills himself with a with an axe. Yeah, yeah. is that that much uh, more fitting? Chuck chucked himself. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think that quite would work the way he's holding the axe with the length of the axe and the length of his arms. It's a movie. <laughs> Fair enough. He he's just like twisted his wrist weird. <laughs> With just enough power from his wrist to stick yeah. it, drive it straight into his head. Well, I mean, gravity was helping him out. Oh, well, gravity would have been working against him at one point. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, so that's <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I, I, I liked his reaction to that, though. As soon as he sticks the spike on the end of the axe into his head, he's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> It probably hits that uh, that part of the brain. It's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, and then our, our uh, protagonist takes it upon himself to go ahead and munch down on Chuck at that point. Eat yeah. his stomach because he's still, his skin's flesh is probably still alive. Yeah. Alive enough to sustain him for another day. Hopefully another day. Exactly. Waste not, want not. <laughs> right? I mean, the guy was already dead. Yet they still go on throughout the rest of the movie to keep saying that he killed Chuck. It's true. No one yet stops. He's like, because he keeps. He's like, it was an accident. There was, you know, it was. An, he doesn't go on to say he killed himself. 
I just used the flesh. No one saw it happen, and I mean, come on. He was sitting there chowing down on the dude. <laughs> yes, Who's going to believe him? Forensic evidence will show that only Chuck's prints were on the, the axe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they just had a sheriff in that town, though. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you'd have to send away the forensic evidence to another place, and they probably just didn't want to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to go too by, much uh, mob rule on this one. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else was in this movie? Well, there's Buck. <laughs> there's Buck that we've talked about. So. Missy's uh, on-again, off-again boyfriend. Yes. Did I say off-again, off-again? No, you said on again, off okay, again. Good. On I again, think. off again. Well, I've said it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, played by Matthew Fox. Yes. <laughs> Do we talk about the elephant in the room? Lost. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's not exactly. Probably what doesn't did. belong here. All right. Yes, uh, for those who who know, Matthew Fox was uh, on on Lost and Party of Five and. Uh, uh, what else? He was he was the Racer X in the Speed Racer movie. Live was action he? Movie. He was. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. I need to go back and watch no, that. No, I haven't point. watched it, so I, I say I assume you don't need to watch it. Uh, it just looks like a very bad movie. Yeah, it does. I did like Speed Racer as a child, though, for some weird reason. Yeah, but I, don't, I really feel like it doesn't have anything to do with Speed Racer other than the name. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Matthew Fox. That was Matthew Fox. And playing somewhat of an abusive, overbearing <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> in this movie. Uh, and then, I think one of the other big, big surprises or... Uh, bigger names that we might not have known known back then, but we know now is Cloris Leachman. Yes, she, uh, you know, played an old lady. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the first movie that I remember seeing her in is the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Yeah, and she plays Grandma, and uh, and you know that could have been after this movie, but I just remember after that I've always remember seeing her in things. Mm-hmm. She looks the same then as she does now. Yeah. <laughs> Still playing the same roles. She keeps up with that look. <laughs> she does. She's very old. She's an old lady. <laughs> she needs work. <laughs> Acting work. Um, what were some of the other... What were some of the other laugh-out-loud parts that you guys liked of this movie? <laughs> My favorite part of this movie is always the... Uh... The part where Johnny comes home and his mom is like, oh, are you hungry? Because we've got lunch. <laughs> and they go into the kitchen and there's just this like five-year-old boy <laughs> sitting on like a platter with garnish around him. <laughs> like, licking a lollipop. Just having the time of his life. <laughs> and Johnny's like, what the hell? Oh, we picked him up at the supermarket. You can't do this. <laughs> Which, as we said earlier, turned out to be Chuck's little brother, Little Chuck. <laughs> little Chuck. And uh, it was funny because <laughs> that's exactly when Big Chuck decides to come into the house and be like, I want revenge for killing my son. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid comes out of the room where Johnny has put hit him away. He's like, he tried to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think he did, though. No. 
Little kid was a liar. Right? Deserved to get eaten. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, Peter Jackson was offered the chance to direct the movie, Whoa. but turned it down. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm guessing after his movie uh, Dead Alive, he made that movie, which is a Australian zombie movie. I don't think I've even heard of that before. You, you might not have heard of it, but it's amongst zombie movie people. It's a really big one because there's like this. There's this scene where the main character goes into the um, the house where there's a bunch of zombies, and he turns on a lawnmower, and then start ten, starts to just swing the lawnmower around. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And actually, the the main character in that movie is so it's not it's not Australian it's a, it's New Zealand because the main character in that movie is the actor who is Mikhail, the older brother in uh, the Mighty Johnsons, which I know you've watched. Oh my goodness! The All Mighty Johnsons. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Nickel, uh, nickel. Yeah. Um, while filming on location at CD Folks Middle School in Round Rock, Texas, the film was titled. Johnny Zombie, which was in... So this movie tends to have these cutaways that are uh, comic book-like, so that you, if you think about the old, uh, I think, what are they, 50 comic, 50s and 60s comic books? Like, like Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Crypt kind of, yeah. kind of art. It's uh, reminded me a lot of Archie for some reason, too, though. I think it's, that's more because of the way the character, the main character looks. Yeah. But uh, this... You know, it has uh, it, it has on the marquee of the movie theater. It says "Die Zombie Die," also featuring Johnny Zombie. Yeah. So Johnny Zombie was actually the alternative title for this movie, the original title for this movie, until they decided to go with "My Boyfriend's Back" because it's already got a built-in somewhat audience with the song. Yeah, I guess. Anybody know what that song is actually about? Um. Wasn't it that like some some dude is like like trying to get with this girl, but then, but she's telling the guy, like, hey, stop doing that. My boyfriend's coming, so he's gonna beat your ass <laughs> he's up. You're gonna be, be in guy. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Has nothing to do with zombies and coming back from the dead. Nope. And she wasn't. Johnny wasn't even her boyfriend when. He died, so... That's true. Weird. So it really doesn't fit. <laughs> it's a spoiler. Oh. Fair enough. For the end of the movie. Uh, those... I, I have seen The Sheriff. Yeah. And, and Mr. Dingle and other things before. Mm-hmm. The Sheriff is J.O. Sanders. Uh, I think uh, most famous for JFK. Apparently he was in Green Lantern. Oh. Movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Who does he play in Green Lantern? Oh, he plays uh, Hal Jordan's dad. Oh yeah, Martin Jordan. I think so. That yeah. sounds right. That sounds about right. Uh, which you know I could look up very easily. Martin Freeman Jordan. Martin Freeman Jordan. I believe that's the full title. <laughs> Green. Oh no 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 no. Ah. He's Carl Ferris. He's Carol oh. Ferris's dad. Close. Yeah, close. Really close. Wait, Carl Ferris is the father of Carol Ferris? Right. Huh. See that nepotism mm. naming your child? Right. <laughs> Man. Uh, 
yeah, so, I mean, those are some of the things that he's more famous for. Uh, whereas the father uh, in this movie... Mr. Dingle. Mr. Dingle was played by Edward Herman, <laughs> I believe. The thing I remember him for is uh, Lost Boys. He played the head vampire in that. Really? Yeah. And... Uh, uh, he played Mr. Rich in Richie Rich, the Mulcahy Culkin movie. Yeah, uh, I guess he's also, but he's more famously known, I think, as as one of the, the father in Gilmore Girls and uh, also on The Good Wife. So those are some Fair things. That you, if you were a fan of any one of those things, you know, you might want to check it out. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's funny. Well, I enjoy it. It is funny. I'll give you that. I will give you that. <laughs> this movie was uh, formative for me. <laughs> you were five. I was five <laughs> when I watched this movie. And I watched it a lot. <laughs> that is so strange that you find the movies that we end up watching a lot as kids. Probably shouldn't have been watching. Probably. What were, I mean, so what were some other funny parts that you remember? Yeah, see? Hilarious <laughs> movie. So you have this, also this subplot of uh, the, this doctor, this Dr. Bronson that yes. uh, he is first altruistically trying to save Johnny from completely right. decaying and, and, and becoming dead again. <laughs> um, but he finds out that using the flesh of a of a reanimated zombie will help him create a fountain of youth potion. So by the end of the movie, he's willing to cut up Johnny into several parts so that he can go and sell this cosmic cosmetic surgery without the surgery solution and make a shitload of money. As the nurse put it, <laughs> a shitload of money. Um so you had that and the other thing is, you know, there's the idea that, I guess, in this town 15 years ago, uh, someone else died and came back, and that's why you have Cloris Leachman's character, whose husband came back, and she, you know, they didn't really say how she knew that you needed to eat the flesh of the living to keep him alive. Pretty sure it happened. It could be it. I mean, he 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 started eating people, staying alive. She said it's not an exact science. It's true. I mean, obviously he wasn't around anymore. Yeah. I wonder, so at the end of this movie you find out that it was kind of all of a mistake that uh, Johnny went back to the, to, to the land of the living. He wasn't even supposed to die. He wasn't even supposed to die, according to uh, the judge at Limbo. I mean, wouldn't that... Be uh, is that Peter? Who is it that sits, yeah. it sits at the gate? Yeah, Saint Peter. Saint Peter. So he would be the one that judges whether or not you get into heaven. Yep. Okay. So was should would that guy have been Peter? Sure. Sure. Why, why not? not? If you were to pick a religion that this is supposed to represent, <laughs> that could be what it is. That could be what it is. <laughs> um. When 
you don't when he didn't go back. He was supposed. They were supposed to. The the burglar was the robbery was supposed to be foiled by a, a pot of coffee. Yes. And he goes back the second time at the end of the movie. He isn't. The pot of coffee doesn't get knocked over the, the way that it's supposed to either. Right. Yeah. So. Is it just the after? Is it these people in the afterlife just playing a massive joke on him? <laughs> what, what's going on here? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's, I was... it's internet trolling before the internet. <laughs> yes, divine trolling. <laughs> I like it. Um, she he ends up he ends up going back and uh, the and the, basically the the four days that he was brought back to life he uh, it is all erased. Yep. And he, he's saved by the locket that he was supposed to give to Missy in the first grade. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of the... Wikipedia has it as a th- has the themes of this movie. is Academic Peter Dendel identifies the themes of, of the film as being standard teen tropes. Dingle's urges to eat his date are a metaphor... For teenagers, teenage <laughs> sex activity and his fear of decomposition is teenage anxiety over acne. <laughs> As a zombie, wow. Dingle was dis- discriminated against and ostracized, which is meant to show zombies as outsiders. Right. So, decomposition is teenage anxiety over acne. I mean, he's 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 gonna kind of makes sense. It's getting the you know the the big. The big zit right before the big dance. Did that that even happened. <laughs> uh, I, I find it funny that they they have this this academic Peter Dendel, uh, a professor of English at Penn State Mont Mont Alto, wherever that is, teaching classes on folklore of the twentieth and twenty first century. Sweet. <laughs> How did he get that job? <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Probably made it himself. Yeah. What a wreck. Right? That is amazing. <laughs> See, Dendel has, has also written books and articles on numbers of topics, including cryptozoology. Of course. <laughs> uh, philology, whatever that is. Uh, the demonic the, yeah, in literature, zombie movies, and medieval plants in medicines. His works on zombies reach per, perhaps its target popular audience through his contemporary... His commentary on NPR. Who is this? I need to meet this man. Peter Dendel. He just became the most fascinating person in the world to me. He found a subject and made sure that he was the foremost expert on God, it. he is wow. living the dream. Uh. So there you go. I am going to have to look more into this character, this guy. Um, in 2007, National Geographic featured some of his re- some of his research results from Dendel's uh, monograph, "Demon Possession in Anglo-Saxon England." Dude, right? <laughs> this is awesome. This guy is amazing. <laughs> How do I become him? <laughs> You must eat him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And he would Sweet. be okay with it because he's probably in the, he knows zombie stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. A variety called it an idiotic offbeat comedy that repeats ideas and jokes 
more effectively used than the 1989 Parents. What? <laughs> That's there, what it says. Yeah, I was looking at that movie right now. What is Wait. that the one with uh, Randy Quaid? Uh, yes, it is. See. Yes. <laughs> Boop. I'm pretty sure at one point that was supposed to be on our list, too. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because um, it was named something else. It had an alternate title. Uh, and you think your parents are weird or something like that? No. Uh, like, my parents here. are serial killers or something. I think that's my mom's a serial killer. Oh. Or no, maybe that's just serial mom. Daddy is a cannibal? That was like a German release name. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. But we were looking at this movie we were, for some reason. Uh, Stephen Holden, Holden of the of the New York Times wrote, If My Boyfriend's Back is an irredeemably silly movie, it has an engaging lightness of tone and uniformly impeccable performances by a cast that maintains just the right alt- attitude of deadpan parody. And that's, I mean... The, the deadpan parody of this is, is spot on. Absolutely yeah. right. It's very like satirical, like how they're like, oh, okay, this is happening. It's all he's a, he's a zombie, and you know, it the fact it's only the fact that he's dating a, a live a live girl, a live girl is then, is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's dead is is really not nobody's problem whatsoever until he decides to date a live girl. Hmm. I think it was funny. So it, it, oh, I was gonna say I think it's funny that Philip Seymour Hoffman's character's lines pretty much boil down to "What are you looking at, dirtbag?" Yeah. <laughs> I think he says it what twice, and the other one is uh, "You shouldn't have tried to touch her, Yuha or Yahoo Some, or <laughs> Yahoo touching something or other." Yeah, I don't like remember. Dead Yahoo touching bastard or something. It's, it's really terrible. So Renee Zellweger apparently was in this movie. Really. In the in the um, beauty salon scene, she has a few lines, but the uh, most of it was, was cut out. Oh, her scenes were cut out. Fair enough. So, so yes, it's, this is McConaughey's first movie, Matthew Fox's first movie, and supposedly was supposed to be Renee Zellweger's first movie. Hmm. Um, what we have for Amazon reviews on this are none. No, <laughs> I don't see any on the Blu-ray. Let's see if there's on the the DVD. There's a Blu-ray of this movie. Apparently. I must own it. Oh my! Yeah, I bet you want to. <laughs> so it's got a it's got sixty three percent five stars. It's only seven dollars. Why wouldn't I own this movie? <laughs> uh, let's see. Michelle M M Timco, five-star review, says, Love this movie. I saw this movie a couple years ago and thought it was really funny. This is 2005. She saw it a couple years ago. Wow. I've tried to tell a couple people that I work with about it, but they don't seem to remember it or have no clue what I'm talking about. On another note, the movie lover, the name of the song, is Hanging On For Dear Life by MMC. I can promise that this is correct because I just bought the CD... And the song is on it. No idea what that part has to do with anything. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, I'm going to say, Michelle M., you're crazy. Huh. Uh, Catherine, 
Five star review. Zombies and B-movie comedies. Yes, please. Uh, I'm a huge movie buff ever since I was little. And this was written in 2013. I remember my dad taking us to rent movies every weekend. This is a childhood favorite. Corny B-comedy movies are amazing. I'd recommend this to anyone who likes black satire comedies or zombie movies. I rated it 5 because it's clever, funny, and brings back awesome childhood memories of hanging out with the family. I agree. (laughs) Although, I hate it when people use like black comedy or black satire and like in that context because it always confuses me i'm like there was nothing about black people in this <laughs> oh dark, dark comedy right. dark satire <laughs> right uh and i think sometimes that's also misused i think more often than not whenever something is about death People tend to think that it's automatically dark satire, dark comedy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. I think when the subject matter or the 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 roundabout way you tell the jokes is how it becomes dark. Right. Satire. I mean, you could tell you could tell a, movie, a, a comedy about uh, statutory rape, and you know, if it's a comedy and the jokes are told in a certain way, that's dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one had to die. It's true. Just saying. I think more often than not... A subject matter that normally... Isn't comedic. Isn't... Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. Oh, so the Blu-ray of My Boyfriend's Back isn't even out yet. (laughs) It's a pre-order for seven bucks. Totally pre-ordering this bitch. Can we hold this off for... Till March? (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I want to see the extras on this. You know there's not going to be any extras. Maybe there's a commentary. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. It'll probably just have the trailer, though. Probably. That's usually how they do these older releases. They're like, oh, bonus. Trailer. (laughs) What? God damn it. Claudia Barkley also put a five-star review. Said, a truly great movie. I love this movie. So did my children. The music was great as well. Does anyone know where I can get the soundtrack? I would recommend this movie to anyone who has a good sense of humor and enjoys dates, date movies. I can't wait until the re-release so I can purchase a copy, hopefully, on D&D. Or DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that was written in uh, 2000. Oh, she got her wish? Yeah. It's only 16 years later, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Do you have any uh, of the Rotten Tomato reviews on there? Uh, I can't look. Seeing as how they gave it a lower rating. Stupid Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) What do they know? (laughs) Who are they? It's just, I think it's funny. You got these, you know, five star ratings for for this movie and one star ratings for for this movie. Because it's like... How can you take it so seriously there's, that you want to... There's no in-between for this movie. <laughs> I'm in-between on this movie. <laughs> That's not something I would go out of my way to watch, but it's also something... Well, I guess I did go out of my way to watch it. It's you not did. something that I would just normally go out of my way to watch. And you kind of enjoyed it, so... I did enjoy it, but I'm just saying. Uh, one thing is that there's two versions of... This movie, one from 1989 and one from 1992. Yeah, I saw that. But, yeah, that that 1989 is not right. 
That's weird. It was the first attempt at making this movie. <laughs> they had to go back and oh. make it better. We have to go and back. The... We have to go back! After <laughs> <laughs> find my son! out! Let's see. That's right, we brought Lost into it anyways. <laughs> Stupid Lost. It was going to happen anyway with Matthew Fox. It's true. It's very true. Uh, what did you want to look for? Just some of the, the reviews that people, or things that people had to say on Rotten Tomatoes about it. I think this one you read, that was a fresh. Um, they're mostly negative. Let me find a good negative one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, with uh, Amazon, one of the one-star reviews was... Uh, Jennifer Sandbacon, not happy with service. I have seen <laughs> this movie many times yes. and ordered it November 4th. It is now November, December 9th and I have not received it. I was told it would be here no later yes. than December 1st. I every time. So far. Every time. The they're not reviewing the movie. <laughs> I'm uh, always like, this movie's awesome. And the Mitch <laughs> is like, oh, let's read a one star review. And it's like, oh, I haven't received my movie yet. <laughs> womp womp, one star. Um, here's one from the Washington Post. Okay. Uh, what did they know? <laughs> Bunch of hacks. Bunch of amateurs. From January 1st, 2000. Sounds vague. Um, in term- this is a long one. Uh, that? <laughs> in terms of taste and sophistication, my boyfriend's back is on par with plastic vomit. Wow. A gross comedy about a teenage zombie's romance. With gross the- comedy? With the prettiest girl in school. It is cheaply made, thoroughly cliched, and absolutely guaranteed to turn your stomach. Wow. Well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Guaranteed to turn your stomach? Yeah. What? How, what kind of weak constitution do you have this For real? <laughs> I mean, I've seen... Like, the worst that you have in this is, like, red food dye on his mouth from after, after he's eaten someone. Right? They don't even show you, like, him eating or anything. The disgusting part. Yeah. Ridiculous. Wait, wait till she gets to, like, human centipede. I don't oh, know what she's man. Do Jesus. <laughs> Dang, Jesus. Brutal here. Director, director Bob Balaban, whose 1989 film Parents also dealt with adolescent angst and cannibalism, is in the inevitable position of trying to direct a horror comedy to suit Disney. The result is a ghastly marriage of blithe sick comedy and fun with guts. First alive, now my boyfriend's back. What's next for Mickey's menu? Dwarfs on a skewer? Dwarfs on a skewer. I think she was... She's straight up crazy. She went to a different movie. Yeah. (laughs) There wasn't anything near that bad in this. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Also, why she's talking about Disney? Confused. Uh, Very. I'm positive. Disney this... might have might have owned Touchstone Pictures at that point. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but wow. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was our last paragraph. And now I have to I have to give off this one one star review on Amazon. June Shipping 20th, took forever. <laughs> no, this is an actual one. Title of it is This is Awful. 
spelled O F F U L L. Awful. Wow. <laughs> well, your spelling is awful. So it says, I wish I can give it zero stars. But that isn't one of the choices. This movie really, period, really, period, 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 wow. stinks. Oh. Don't watch this movie, exclamation mark, 18 times. You waste time, money, and brains. And I know <laughs> I didn't waste good any of those things. <laughs> and I know good movies, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, one. Oh. <laughs> Clear, the one... The one got me. <laughs> Clearly, you know good movies now. And, and then you convinced me. In parentheses, parentheses. There you go. When I see one. Oh well. <laughs> apparently, she hasn't seen one, or I don't know if it was a she. I don't know why <laughs> I, I said that. You just assume that all the people no, because we were talking about other women that were. Reviewing Actually, this movie most of the horribly. Of this are always women. I don't. I That's don't know true. What that is. Men are just like, yeah, that was good. Or yeah, that I don't was need bad. to tell anybody. <laughs> Keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, from so far, I would say that Chris, you would recommend this movie to people. Hell yeah, Angela. Um, it's it's definitely if you want to talk about nineties, like early nineties, eighties late 80s movies I think it was pretty good for uh for what uh for what from what we've seen like, <laughs> it's still it still gets really ridiculous at the end but uh the whole movie's uh, ridiculous that's the point of it more ridiculous. <laughs> um I think it's funny I think I sorry I didn't mean to cut you off uh, it's okay I was Trying to figure out what to say. Okay, I just think, I think it's funny that you know uh, we did, I did mention earlier that the, the, maybe the other movie that's like this is Warm Warm Bodies, mm-hmm. but obviously, uh, would you think that they would make a movie like this now? Would you consider Warm Bodies like this? No. Okay, and I guess that's what I'm, you get at. You know, you hear a lot of industry people talk about they don't make mid level movies anymore. They it's either you're you're an indie movie. Or right. you're making a hundred million dollar movie, right? And I, I really feel like this one wouldn't have been made nowadays. Probably not. But it could have been made nowadays on a much lower budget. True. Oh, actually, I don't know what the, you know the budget of this movie was. You can look that up real fast. I'm gonna guess it wasn't that big. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. 25 million. 25, huh? Let's see if uh, INDB has it on here. Box office. Well, it has how much it grossed and how much it made its opening weekend. doesn't say how much it was made for. Let's see if I can find it on Box Office Mojo. I, myself, probably would not recommend this movie unless we were already talking about zombie movies or zombie comedy movies. And then you were like, let me show you the best zombie movie. (laughs) No, I would not say that (laughs) because the best zombie movie 
is Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> God, you always say that. <laughs> You're so wrong, is, though. I'm not wrong. I agree. You see? You're both wrong. <laughs> Does not You're both mean... the same. <laughs> <laughs> It does not say on Box Office Mojo how much this movie was made for. However, opening weekend made $1.4 million, and its total domestic gross was $3.3 million. Ooh. So, Ouch. I'm going to say it did not make back its budget. Ouch. More than likely. 1993, not really many big stars, but... So, that, that's where I, I put mine. Uh, are there any other movies out there that you think that you could... You would, you would, Categorize in the same area of this type of movie. What would like something from nowadays? From nowadays, yeah. Like other than Warm Bodies or Shaun of the Dead, what's something that you've seen come out recently? You know, maybe the last ten years that some of our listeners would be like more likely to know. Hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but. That Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies? Would that probably fall in the same category? I don't think so, because that seems... It seems too serious. Like, that's the problem with most of the movies that you've mentioned. Why I wouldn't say that they're similar is because they're, like, too serious. Mm, there's no no actual, like... You, you can tell that it's a parody, yeah. Like, there's no... There's uh, no, like, jokey tone to the movie. Fair enough. There are jokes, right. I'm sure. But they're all in serious situations. Right. What about yourself, Angela? I can't really think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of, like, some sort of teenage... I can't really think of something satirical and zombie... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess there's not really too much that we could compare it to. I, I mean, I would, I would, I don't know. I would say that you might want to check out that Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies because even though I haven't watched it, the trailer makes it look like they're kind of making fun of zombies and the whole Victorian age era, whatever era that's supposed to be taking place in. Right. Because the girls are all martial arts and kicking asses and, and fighting off zombies in their big flowy dresses and try to be proper and stuff. Yeah, true, I guess. <laughs> Did either one of you see close. that movie? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I heard that Matt Smith is funny in that. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even know Matt Smith was in that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, some user lists that have this uh, as related tile- titles. Um, Matthew McConaughey movies. Zombie comedies. Horror Freak Halloween Challenge 3, My Best of 1993, and Worst Films of 1993. Oh. Wow. It's on the fence. It's on. There you go. Just like Chris said, it's either you love it or you hate it. There's no in between on this movie. It's true. This comes to the point where we pick uh, our next movie we're going to watch. Isn't there only one left? Was there only one left? unless, Unless someone can find us. A copy of... My uh, Mom's a Werewolf? My Mom's a Werewolf. There might only be one left. I need to uh, pull up the list. And, uh... You know who would have it? No, there's actually two movies left. Dobbs would have it, if Dobbs was still around. And Dobbs is not around anymore. I wonder where all their movies went. 
Right? Where did that treasure trove go? I haven't heard that name. I, I, you know, you probably just flip a coin. Do you have a coin? Instead of going to number, ge- I do not number generator for one. I really don't for one or two. Do you have a coin? No. Exactly. Where's your tone for yourself? <laughs> just throw your phone in the air. Just throw Jarvis. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Hey, pull up the number generator then. I'm sorry, Jarvis. Pull up a. a, a you have you have dice on your phone no. anymore? No. That was like three phones ago, wasn't it? That was, we have phones. That was, Technology. <laughs> it's rude of we me to compare it. you to a coin, Jarvis. A coin is much more useful. How dare you? <laughs> now on, when that fire comes, I'd make sure he does not save you. <laughs> okay, so between one and two, the number generator came up with one. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! So, that means we'll be watching a movie called And You Thought Your Parents Were Weird. Sweet! <laughs> yes! Two of my favorite movies in a row! Oh no. See, I was gonna say, yes! I don't think I even Sounds know scary. what this movie is. Oh my god, it's the greatest! And you thought... It's about two brothers that are working on a robot with their dad, and then their dad dies. And then their dad possesses the robot. See, I think this is the movie that I, I thought... When you you said it, I thought it was parents. Probably. And that's why I wouldn't look that up. That is probably but what that happened. That sounds about right. We have, and you thought your parents were weird, directed by re- directed and written by Tony Cookson. Don't know that name. Starring uh, Marcia Strassman, Joshua John Miller, Eden Gross, John Quaid, Sam, Sam Barons. Finally got to a name I recognize, Alan Thick. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Thick plays Matthew Carson in the voice of Newman. I'm guessing that's the, the robot. Yes. <laughs> they got... <laughs> oh, so he's the father. And... Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, well, there you go. This movie's awesome. <laughs> I love this movie. Folks, be prepared to watch this movie and then listen, listen to it. Oh, alternative... Oh, we'll get into that next week. Alternative <laughs> titles for this movie were Robo Dad. Yes. <laughs> well, that is it for this week of VHS Gems. If you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, it's at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Angela? Um, I am Flower Retails on Twitter. It's FLWR Retails. <laughs> Retails. Chris? Uh, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, just yell at Mitch. Okay. <laughs> you can just, do that. Just, just, It'll be way more effective. Get a hold of us, Mitch or, Mitch or I. There you go. And then we'll tell Chris. And we'll tell Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you want to get a hold of Geek Elite Radio in general, it's at Geek Elite Radio. Geek Elite Radio on Facebook is where we spend most of our time. You will answer questions. I think we've gotten our response time down to 12 minutes, according to the... The Facebook. Uh, oh analytics. wow! Yeah, we're lightning. <laughs> and uh, if you want to check out our website, it's Facebook or it's Facebook.com. That's not our website. <laughs> <laughs> what? Geeklyradio.com. That acquisition didn't go through. <laughs> it didn't. Damn it! Strangely enough, Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, but until next time, this has been VHS Gems on the Geekly Radio Networks. Saying, geek, geek out. out. There you go. Yeah. <sighs>
We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.